0: Okay, so, who went shopping yesterday? What's that, online? Sure, kind of. It's not quite the same though, right? No, wait, really, seriously, who went shopping Friday? Who went shopping Friday? Okay, what'd you think? Could have been better, right? I think the prices were kind of... They were the same, right? I don't think there was a big sale. I, um, I drove into the parking lot at Best Buy. It took me 20 minutes. And I left. Um, yeah, I just drove right through and left. Uh, didn't stay. So yes, Dick, do you have something to say? A, a truckload for 50 bucks. She's turning red, so I, I really want to know the story behind that. We'll talk to her after the service. Um, <laughs> well, it's December 1st. It's officially the first day of Advent, um, and that means that you have my permission to hang your Christmas decorations at this time and play Christmas music and all those things that shouldn't happen before Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Um, that's just my... Anyway, Advent is the season leading up to Christmas, right? And it includes the four Sundays before Christmas. Uh, And Advent literally means the arrival of a special or notable person, thing, or event. So it means arrival, literally. Um, And so this is the season that, in the Christian tradition. Obviously, we recognize the arrival of Jesus Christ. And we focus on that. And so this season of Advent is a season of preparation and a season of waiting as we prepare not only to celebrate the the birth of Jesus Christ, the arrival of Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago, but also his second coming. So we're reminding ourselves that Jesus will come again. And so we're waiting for that as well. Um, So I thought it would be interesting this year because we focus on different things every year that we would focus on the idea of welcome, of hospitality, how do we welcome Christmas spirit? So when you think about the Christmas spirit, uh, what comes to mind? What do you think of that defines the Christmas spirit? And yes, I'm open for responses. Goodwill to, to others, good. Joy, awesome, I like that. Singing together. Parties, okay. Yes, the Christmas spirit. Other ideas. These are all good. Yeah. We three kings is a song. We're going to sing it in 3 weeks. Family, good. Movies. How many of you like Christmas movies? How many of you watch Hallmark? Uh, it's this same actors, same storyline every single movie. And you keep watching them anyway, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, we oftentimes talk about the, the spirit of Christmas. So the overarching theme for this Advent season is to welcome that Christmas spirit. So all these things that you mentioned are good things. And we'll be looking specifically in the next four Sundays, today and the next three, um, we'll be look, talking about welcoming angels, welcoming adversity, welcoming the shepherds, and welcoming The wise men, or the three kings. And then on Christmas Eve, we'll talk about welcoming the baby, the baby Jesus, right? So we'll talk about each of those areas in the next few weeks. And I'm excited about this. So today we're talking about welcoming angels. And you may have noticed that we have a few angels up on the uh, um, chancel. And um, these come from Bobby Rooker, a longtime member of the church, and she has a collection of, I think, around 400 angels at her home. Um, she, you know, she read somewhere about the angelic host, and so she decided to create that at home. So I, I asked her to, to bring a few to church, in which she did. So you can come up and kind of look at these. They're really quite lovely. Um, so I like having them up here. Angels, or the angelic host, is mentioned thre- 237 times in the Bible. So uh, if, if you ever think, oh, I don't know if I really believe in angels, it's in the Bible quite a bit, 237 times. They were created by God. Um, it's mentioned in Genesis chapter 2, verse uh, 1, that God created the entire, entirety of the earth and heaven. Um, so they've been around since the creation of the world. Um, They are eternal beings. They do not die. Um, And I hate to say it, but they're generally masculine, and they're generally warriors. When they show up, people get nervous. Uh, Every time that they come and and interact with a human being, the first line is, be not afraid, or don't be afraid. Uh, Yeah, so, um, yes. Um, They are not omnipotent, which means all-powerful. They are not omniscient, which means all-knowing. They are not omnipresent, which means they're everywhere at the same time. Only God is those things. So um, they, generally speaking, give glory to God. Um, So who can name an angel? Gabriel, good. That was quick. Michael, good. Any other names in the Bible? Lucifer, good one. William was on top of it. (laughs) I was wondering if anybody would jump on that, but that was good. All right, William. Who? Grace? Grace? I don't know if there's an angel named Grace. Raphael, not in the Bible though. Yeah, yeah. What's that? I think it's just those three. As far with my research, those are the only three I could see. So, Gabriel, Michael, and Lucifer. Okay. Um, what I find interesting is angels play a huge role in the advent of Jesus Christ, right? They, they are super involved. Um, the advent of Jesus Christ is, is the, what we call the incarnation. It's the, the divine God, son of God becoming flesh. Incarnation means he became flesh. He became a human being. Um, so he's fully God, he's fully human. And um, so angels, these divine beings, play a very prominent role. And so, uh, Xander read one story about Mary first hearing that she was going to have a baby. And uh, who came and talked to her? Gabriel, right. Gabriel came and talked to her. Now, Gabriel had been mentioned earlier in Luke, so the first story we hear about angels in the Gospels is when Gabriel comes and talks to Zachariah. Zachariah is kind of an uncle to Mary, and he is the high priest uh, that year, and he, and as the high priest, he goes into the Holy of Holies, the most precious place where the Ark of the Covenant, and the, many of you have seen the Raiders of the Lost Ark, so you know what the Ark of the Covenant is, and he would go in there, and the, the priest would go in once a year and clean things out, and so when uh, Zechariah goes in there, an angel appears to him and says, you're going to have a son, and Zechariah says, what are you talking about? I am old, and my wife is old, and she has passed the point of having children. She's gone through the change, Gabriel. And, um, and what does Gabriel say? He goes, you don't believe me? I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of the Lord. Who do you think you are to doubt me? So that's the first encounter in the nativity story that we have of an angel. And then shortly thereafter, he goes to visit Mary. And Xander read that passage. And it's this wonderful passage where Gabriel shows up and uh, says, don't be afraid, first thing. And then you have found favor with the Lord. Mary, you are recognized as a favorable person and God loves you. And you're going to have a son. Now, she doesn't sit there and go, what are you talking about? She goes, wow, how can that be? I'm a, I've never been with a man. I'm not married. I'm a virgin. How can that be? And, and Gabriel says, Gabriel didn't sneeze, actually. Um, <laughs> Gabriel says, uh, this is going to be a miracle. The Lord will come upon you and... Uh, you will conceive and have a child, and this child will be the son of God. And so Gabriel comes with this message of hope. Angels are messengers from God, right? They bring messages from God. Um, Now, what happens when Mary becomes pregnant? Well, Joseph, uh, her fiancé, is not too excited. I think you can all imagine Uh, He has not had any kind of relationship with her in that sense, and suddenly he finds out she's pregnant. And Now, in those days, that was a capital offense. He could have had her put to death, but instead he said, I'm going to just send you away, and you can have the child and live in wherever. But an angel comes to Joseph and says, don't do that. Marry her. Don't have relations with her until she's had her son, but this son will be called Emmanuel." God with us, God with us. That's what Emmanuel means. Now, I know some of you have friends named Emmanuel, and you're saying, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but that is what it means. Um, and then after the birth of Jesus, the angels show up again. And we sang, or the choir sang one of those songs, um, because they show up to the shepherds, right? Right? And one angel comes and and says, there's a child born to you, and (coughs) we'll get into that in a future Sundays. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, And then the angelic hosts show up, myriad upon myriad, I love saying myriad, so myriad upon myriad of angels show up and they start singing. And what do they sing? Glory to God in the highest. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Glory to God in the highest. And? and peace on earth to all human beings. If you want to know what the main message of angels is, glory to God, peace on earth. That is their main goal. Angels also protect people and they take care of people, they guide people. And in fact, the next story we hear about an angel is an angel showing up to Joseph again and saying, you have to get out of town. Herod is concerned about your son. Herod sees your son as a threat, you need to go to Egypt. And so Joseph takes Mary and their son and they head off to Egypt. Um, And of course, that's to protect the family. So angels are about protecting. Uh, But it's also to fulfill the prophecy that out of Egypt, uh, God's Messiah would come. And then finally, an angel shows up again to say that Joseph can return because Herod has passed away. Now, before we get to our final comments about angels, there's two thoughts about angels that I haven't mentioned that I find fascinating in Scripture. The first one is this. Where do we get the idea of a guardian angel? Because it's not a, quote-unquote, guardian angel is not mentioned in the Bible. Youth, you guys talked about it recently because Xander brought it up. Matthew 18.10, Take care that you do not despise one of these little ones. This is Jesus talking. For I tell you, in heaven their angels continually see the face of my Father in heaven. Their angels. So children, according to Jesus, children have an angel who's interacting with God. And if children do, we all do. We all have an angel. Isn't that kind of cool? Someday, when you go to heaven, an angel's going to walk up to you and go, "Ah, I was assigned to you. (laughs) Clarence, Clarence, right. (laughs) But it's true. So I want you to think about that and think about welcoming angels and welcoming that gift from God that is an angel, a guardian angel, if you will, Um, that's sent to protect you, to guide you, to lead you, to help you to bring glory to God and peace on earth. The other thought is from Hebrews 13.2 where the writer says, do not neglect to show hospitality or welcome to strangers. For by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. So the idea of Entertaining somebody that you don't know. Of reaching out in kindness to people that you don't know. You might be entertaining angels without knowing it. Unawares. That's the old King James Version. Entertaining angels unawares. So what a beautiful thought to, be, to think about that you are entertaining a divine being when you show a welcome to somebody else. So my challenge to you, this is the first Sunday of Advent we're just going into the Advent season, you've just finished uh, Black Friday, you're about to go into Cyber Monday, and then Giving Tuesday. I don't know why Giving Tuesday is after all the others, because there's nothing left. (laughs) Uh, Giving Tuesday should be before everything else. Um, Just remember the Christmas spirit. Be thinking about the Christmas spirit. How do we welcome Christmas in our own lives and in the life of this church and in the life of this community? How do we bring glory to God? How do we bring peace to humankind? How do we welcome angels? At this time of year, we get so caught up in everything and the running around and doing all the, I got to go to this house and then I got to go to this house and then I got to go to this house. I got to go to this party and I have to buy presents for these people and, and you're just running, 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 running. When do you take the time to experience the divine, the angelic host? Open yourself up to that. Even when we come here on a Sunday morning, you have an opportunity to experience the presence of Jesus Christ, the divine, the heavenly host here. When we go and sing, our whole point is to get outside the walls of this church and sing across the street and bring that glory to God in the city in the heart of the city, and to seek to build peace on earth here in downtown Santa Ana. Welcome the wonder. Welcome the mystery. Welcome the supernatural. And most importantly, welcome the message of the angels. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to all people.